1: Draft pod, full effect. It is here. This is not a drill. J Mike and Dr. Dre here for you. College football, it's here. And we've kind of hoarded episodes and we're ready to go and give you a little doubleheader, our full season predictions, top to bottom, players, teams, you name it. Justin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great now after that intro. That
0: got me hyped. It was like, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg or something, you know, <laughs> Compton and Long Beach. Now, you know, you're in trouble, that's but it. I'm looking for a right. preview in the season. You know, we'll get into the conference projections, the playoffs, all that. It's it's a fun time of year, kind of like what we're talking about on DNVR Rams live. This is that stage of the season where anything is possible. It doesn't matter who you're a fan of. Anything's on the table right now. And and that's the most magical moment of the season Unless you happen to win it all, but for most of us, that's not a reality. <laughs> Anyways, I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm excited to get into this.
1: Hey, and it's the it's the season after TCU. Like truly, it feels like anything's possible. The big dogs, outside of a couple exceptions, which we'll get into, uh, don't have their starting quarterbacks or have new starting quarterbacks. And yeah, man, it's just like anything's possible. It's also the end of an era. This twenty three. Season is a true like fork in the road for us as college football fans because twenty four the uh, realignments in full effect and it's uh, the enlarged playoff format. It's all different, and while we're at it, a little housekeeping for us. I have absolutely loved all the support and feedback we've gotten on the Draft Pod through the years it is thanks to you that we are moving to a video version as well starting next week it's also a bit of an end of an era for us you will absolutely always find us the same way you've always found us before in the buffs broncos and rams feeds depending on what your poison is Thank you all, though, for listening throughout the years. Um, The love and support means everything. So we're doing it. We're putting a poor producer through it every week. You will find us live. Stay tuned. But I believe that will be happening on Thursdays. Um, And if you checked it out, we would love your support on the new video pod that I'm helping Justin out on the Ram side. That's been awesome, man. We get into some betting at the end of the pod each week obviously we do some of that on the bigger games with more of a draft focus on this pod but this allows j mike and i to get more sicko mode really get into the g5 stuff the mount west stuff where like justin is truly elite like i believe you know in the top one percentile in the world of like betters on the mount west because he lives and breathes this shit. um and as i've always said want to bet on the NFL, you want to bet on the English Premier League, those are ways to lose money. The leagues where everyone's focused on, those are the hardest ones to beat the book. The leagues like the Mountain West, where there may be a little overlook, that's where you can gain an advantage with true insiders like J-Mike. So a little plug for you at the top of the show. Justin, if you want to add anything, we can jump right into our season predictions if if you don't. no,
0: wanna. just. Golly, man, I'm I'm blushing over here, but no, I, I appreciate it. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, kind of like we talked about on the pod. It, it's it's just a, it's a section of content that's not really being filled out there, and I think there's a yep. lot of G5 fans. The Mountain West is a fun league. I think there's a lot of Mountain West fans that are Denver Broncos fans that I've discovered from um, our Discord, which, you know, if you want to talk college football, I'm very active <laughs> in the college Discord. For DNVR members, so uh, another incentive to become a DNVR diehard. Oh yeah, Uh, you can you can chat college football with us. But uh, that's enough of that. Let's get into it. Let's get right into these conference winners. I will say, for as much as it does feel like the possibility of anything being on the table, I did end up with a lot of chalk in the playoff and for my conference winners, and it's it's one of those where I'm like, do I go with my heart or do I go with who I think has the most talent on paper, and in the preseason, I'm, I'm mostly going to go with the talent, but we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll go back and forth.
1: I like you that. Start? I like that a lot because as we are upon week zero eve, I find myself getting a little hot takey. Like you know, it's college sports. We know we know it never ends up turning out the way you expected, and also a final toot our horn. Uh, because we've earned it only pod that had kansas state and tcu as legit big 12 contenders preseason right here so we're sickos man we live this stuff we love this stuff so sometimes we do get one right let's start from the sec because this one i might just agree with you that it's a little chalky here um going up off, off bet 365 georgia the heavy favorite at minus 110 for the uh you know, consensus top conference in the land. Georgia, their
0: schedule is just a cakewalk, man. And as many questions as I have about this team, I feel like they're at least SEC title game bound because I the, the talent gap that they're going to have in every single game is is not even, they're really not going to be that fun of a team to watch this year, I, I don't think. But I, I get why they're the the heavy favorite coming in, even with, You know, obviously new quarterback, you've got a lot of defensive talent to replace even the skill positions, but I think they're going to run the hell out of the football. Mike Bobo, now the OC, Todd Monken moved on. Um, I think it'll be kind of like that uh, 2013, like 2014 offense we saw before Georgia came over. They were one of the best offenses in the country before he came over to CSU. I remember being really stoked about it, but I don't know. There's just something about this Georgia team where I kind of feel like I, they slip up at some point i don't know it's just a gut feeling it feels like they're due for a down year
1: it does feel like they're due and that's gonna be a theme of this entire pod i feel like is which which one is due which one's gonna sustain that success gun to my head georgia kind of feels like the one that's point poised to sustain the success because of how they've reloaded like just the size and athleticism they have have put on the field the last couple of years has been um, noticeable. It's been noticeable. And I just don't think there's going to be much of a fall off as uh, we're going to do another pod here in a sec. On our All-American teams, there's just so many guys that aren't even draft eligible that popped up, um, especially on defense. And the, the schedule is a huge advantage. There's, It's not a loaded SEC. There's not a Tua returning. There's not a Joe Burrow returning. um, Hendon Hooker, Kellen Mond even, that really scare you. Uh, Minus 110 honestly feels like kind of excellent value.
0: Yeah, it does. Especially if you throw it in a parlay or something with an NFL bet or something like that. Um, I will say I like Alabama and LSU a lot. And I could see either of those teams winning the SEC.
1: LSU sneaky. LSU is sneaky, sneaky. Um, just because they return Jaden Daniels and they have a lot of NFL talent as well, um, especially on the defensive trenches, like Mason Smith, the defensive tackle that was a uh, All World as a true freshman that was injured as a sophomore. He comes back and has a true impact paired with Harold. Perkins, who's an absolute freak show at edge. LSU can make some noise. Bama has quite a bit of talent on defense. Um, and I would be very intrigued from a Bama that's going to go like lean into having a more athletic dual threat running quarterback, something they've a smidge gone away from in the post. It's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love that from Bama. I, crazy enough, I just have more questions than I do with Georgia. Like, the ascendance of the dogs to this level of me, like, uh, I'll doubt you once you start proving you're worthy of doubting is kind of crazy, man. Like, it's been two years of utter dominance to gain this.
0: That's also when Nick Saban tends to strike back, is just when people yes. start to doubt him. Yes, um, yes, Great point. And even going back and forth here, I'm kind of talking myself into like Alabama upsetting an undefeated Georgia in the SEC title game and both of them making the playoff. We'll get into our playoff teams later on. Um,
1: But like Bama plus 240 feels like decent enough value.
0: It's good value because they're, I mean, defensively they're going to be awesome. They're going to be able to run the football. They don't have an elite receiving core. That's really been the theme these last two years is it's there's a there's a big difference between like what LSU's thrown out there at receiver and what Bama is. You'll have yes. Bama secondary. Yes. I, I will say offensively, I'm I'm kind of in wait and see mode with them. Mm-hmm. So I will probably sprinkle that at plus two forty. I am a Bama guy in my heart. So by the end of this podcast, I'll probably pick them to the playoffs. sure. I didn't have them in in my initial four. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. Um there you go. So we we can stay chalk on that one. Let's have fun on the next one since we went we're gonna go longish on the chalk one. So let's get the fun debate one out the way. Let's go Big 12, man. Full on Wild West shootout league. This is a wild one. Systematically, the question is can Texas or Oklahoma end this long tenure in the conference with a conference title? Or is this uh, is this up for grabs for one of the others? I do not know who to pick in this one. This one's the most like close my eyes and pick one randomly of all the conferences.
0: I like Kansas state still, despite the fact that Deuce Vaughn's not in the, in the mix. Um, (laughs) Texas tech is a really fun pick. They beat Texas and OU a season ago. I think Joey McGuire's got a role in there in Lubbock. I've seen some, some national uh, outlets have some love for Texas tech I don't know. For years, we've been mocking Texas, you know, is Texas back? On paper, the talent that they have on this roster is
1: on paper, pretty much on par so with back.
0: anybody in the country. <laughs> yeah. Like so much so that I wanted to pick them to the playoff. But I just I can't do it because it's it's been 15 years of us being like, oh, here they're, here they're back. Oh, they're back. I do have them winning the Big 12. I, I It's not the outcome I want. I would love to see Texas and OU flop in their last year in the Big 12, going into the SEC. Similar in the Pac 12, you know, I'd love to see like SC fall flat on their face. They just have too much talent for me to take against them. And as much as I loved Kansas State and the TCU run last year, like TCU won so many fluky games and Kansas State ton of talent too. Like they were great, and that's a lot of (laughs) talent they got to replace.
1: Yeah oh god i hate it everything you said is right everything i just said about lsu basically applies to texas and in this big 12 league that that should lead you to an easy dub don't believe in quinn ewers cool they got arch manning like even there you're kind of covered in the trenches texas looked back last year even though maybe the wins didn't translate. And obviously they Dude, lose. They
0: kicked Bama's ass in the trenches for four quarters.
1: A thousand percent. And then they lose Quinn Ewers that game, which highly alters kind of the course of the season. Justin, I don't believe I I don't believe in Sark. I don't believe in Sark. I think I we don't really
0: either. That's the that's the big hang up for me with this Texas program, is when he left Bama. I wasn't like, oh, no. I was kind of like, all right, it run its yeah. course.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, the track record has told me don't believe in Steve Sarkeesian. It just has. So give me Kansas State. Um, Howard Beck, is it? The yeah, Howard, uh,
0: he's back. He's he's awesome. Yeah. They added a Florida State running back. I'm drawing mm-hmm. a blank on his name, but a speedster, very deuce fun, as yeah. they should what be do? able to be more consistently... Uh, vertical over the top this year than they were with Adrian Martinez. He was yep. he was the perfect fit at the time to kind of transfer or transition them in, in between eras, but I think they're going to be a high-powered offense. They're going to punch you in the face in defense, and they're just one of those teams that's well-coached. They're like, you don't want to be on a, a four-game win streak like the top 25 Big 12 opponent and, and have Kansas State come into your building because they're going to leave with the win or at the very least, they're going to push you to the to the brink.
1: And I just think it's a parody heavy league where the winner is a team that could have two to three conference losses, you know, and it's it's less about like, oh, Kansas State ran the table. It's more like, yeah, Kansas State took care of business better than can than Texas did against the TCU's, UCF's, Kansas's, Iowa State's, BYU's of the world. And we got to see
0: way more from Oklahoma before I start believing in that program again. I do think they'll be better. Yep. I, I yep. do. But it, uh, it feels like they're a seven, eight win team, you know, not yeah. really a, a team you expect to be in, in contention.
1: Totally. Um, Want to move to the ACC?
0: I do, because I think it's one of the more intriguing leagues this year. Mm-hmm. It's a lot a big of Florida three. State
1: love. It's a lot big of Florida three. State love. Well, when you look at like the freak list or the All-American list or our draft list, there's a lot of seminals. There's a lot of seminals and there's a returning quarterback. In fact, this conference intriguing because the big three, Clemson, FSU and UNC, all with maybe not all returning starters from last year because uh, KK, Clint Kubiak, his name isn't Clint Kubiak, but it's almost um, the Clemson starter. It, you know, he started like the Pubenick, the, yeah. the the final third of the season, so he has some experience there. Florida State does have more pro talent. North Carolina has the real advantage at quarterback. Boy, am I tempted to sprinkle that plus a thousand for the Tar Heels. At the end of the day, top to bottom, I just think Clemson's the better team. I hate to go chalk on this one. This one's a great opportunity to not go chalk, and I I want to be a dabo hater. Clemson is just defense, offense, trenches, backside, skill positions. God, it's hard to bet against them. Give me Clemson plus 140.
0: I love Clemson's front seven. Mm -hmm. I love Will Shipley. Mm -hmm. And as much as I despise Dabo, I think with even average quarterback play, this team is going to be a nightmare. Their schedule's favorable, more favorable. I mean, Florida State could very easily open the, the season with a loss against LSU, you know, and like who knows what that does to your psyche. It's a big matchup, you know, top 10 sometimes teams, mm-hmm. they put all this hype into it. And then when you lose that, it's devastating. I, I felt that with CSU teams at times when they would lose the Rocky Mountain Showdown week one, it was like you had months and months and months of buildup for this matchup and we got to prove ourselves. And then when you don't, it's like, oh, man, you, you it's seven all- straight
1: weeks. It's a great point because this FSU team hasn't necessarily – It's a little Texasy, right? Like mm-hmm. there's something about when people overhype you, but you have yet to earn it. That then that pressure can be a little overwhelming, and you've got that difficulty of the schedule. Yeah, the th- something smells at at Florida State, and the athletic departments preoccupied with all this realignment shit, man and as we talk it out it sounds like boy is usc prime to just like steady eddie the fuck out of this you know and just like kind of like you look at the end of the year and it's like oh how the tar heels get 10 wins and they're ranked 12th in the country you know and oh yeah i they're favored in the acc championship and i'm drake may is by far the best quarterback in the country or in the conference rather
0: I mean, there's a world where Drake May has his Heisman campaign, leads UNC on this magical run. It's worth sprinkling. It's worth sprinkling because it's realistic enough that you can yeah. see it. I've got Clemson winning the ACC. I, I I hate it. It's boring. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, it goes against everything I want to do in my heart, but I also, you know, like everyone, I got an ego. I'd rather be right than than be too bold.
1: Yeah, that's tough. They're just so good, uh, top to bottom, and I, you I, That's where UNC really falls behind. Really fa- include not just to Clemson, including FSU. Let's go to the Big Ten. I'll get mine out quick because I feel like it's no secret. I like Mich- Michigan. I like JJ McCarthy. I like their track record track record of reloading on the offensive line. One of my classic Andreisms, predicting any college football season is give me a seasoned backfield. Give me a backfield I believe in. J.J. McCarthy with Edwards and Corum, that doesn't get better than that, man. It does not get better than that. Ohio State, so much talent, especially on that defensive front seven and that wide receiver room. Ryan Day... I'm giving him less of the benefit of the doubt that I am giving to Kirby Smart. He's at a bit of a prove-it point for me. And this has been a theme for the Buckeyes for a couple years where we've said, look, they've gone a bit away from what they were under Urban Meyer, which ultimately at its core was an inside-out program, a program that first and foremost could dominate you in the trenches. They got a little too cute, They got a little too good on the outside and I think maybe neglected the inside stuff, uh, the running game, being able to overpower teams. Ohio State is on. Prove it to me. Watch Michigan plus 180. Great value. Give it to me all day.
0: I love Michigan. I mean, they're one of the smarter picks, I think, in terms of preseason national championship bets, just because of all the points you just highlighted. And schematically, this isn't a perfect uh, comparison, but there's an edge with this Michigan program. They mm-hmm. bully you, and they mm-hmm. expect to go in your, there. They expect to run the football. They expect to kick your ass. And it, it kind of has like a CSU Air Force feel to it where year after year, you know, the Rams, they had all this elite talent at wide receiver, and they just get thrown around, just absolutely thrown around by Air Force. And I, I kind of feel like they, they have that edge advantage right now, like Harbaugh, right. you know, I, I love both Reach. of those coaches, Calhoun, you know, they they just, they know what they are. They don't try and get too cute. And it's great that you have all this speed at wide receiver, but we're going to run the ball for 300 yards today. Oh, and also our quarterback is one of the most dynamic athletes in the country. And he yeah. might just slip on a, you know, play action pass rollout where he goes for 80 yards or something. It's it's just such such a tough task dealing with this Michigan group. That O-line is nasty. I don't know. Go blue. I guess that's what we're saying.
1: Beach, brother. I hope uh, I hope Jake's somewhere listening to this and just getting hyped up. Um, yeah, man. Everything you said, I, I co-sign uh, top to bottom with you. And by the way, that bullying aspect is ultimately why I'm so confident about Georgia. Georgia has that as well. I think there's kind of two programs point. in the country that kind of have that. Clemson's got some of that, at least in the ACC, and that's also part of uh, my pick there. Do you want to take a quick break and we'll finish up the Power 5, do some G5 group and uh, Week 0 playoff predictions? I love doing this with J-Mike. Absolutely love this. This is such a blast.
0: It is a blast. You know what else is a blast? Buying your tickets through game time. It's never been easier to get tickets at the last minute than with game time. College football fans, you've got a lot going on in your life. You probably hit the tailgate pretty hard. Sometimes (laughs) you forget to get tickets for a couple weeks in advance. It's no stress when you have game time. Just hop on there. The last minute deals are always popping. They've got the lowest price guaranteed. Game time is the best place for last minute ticket deals. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Last time I checked, they had CSU, Washington State tickets for about forty bucks in the lower two hundred level. That's a great view. That's a great yeah. price for a great game. I'd love to see it be a be a sellout or at least close to for that season opener for the Rams. Yeah, and let's do tickets it without stress. Yeah, let's do it, guys. Damn, come on, bring that hype back. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code DNVR, get $20 off your first purchase right there. You can get $20 tickets for week one if you use that code. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code DNVR for $20 off, download GameTime today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
1: We live for accessories on this pod. We are hat guys through and through. We are also shade guys and no better way To go about getting your shades, than at Shady Rays. Check out their awesome selection at shadyrays.com. These are designer quality, designer, uh, you know, looks and styles and uh, variety provided. But the beauty of Shady Rays is they do that at a fraction of the cost. And as if that wasn't enough, when you use code DMVR, as our listener, you get 50% off two pairs of sunglasses i love mine i have my aviators i have uh you know like four or five different styles they're awesome these are real lenses that protect your eyes and uh they've also got incredible customer service you lose these you break these first month they've got you covered um Man, I mean, just I, I, I rave about the the quality of the sunglasses, the prices, what this company's all about, man. It's been an incredible fit for us. Exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com, use that code DMVR, and get fifty percent off two or more pairs polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by the Draft Pod and over a quarter million people.
0: Finally, we want to shout out the homies over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge has been one of our longtime partners, maybe oh, even yeah. our, our longest partner. I don't want to speak incorrectly, but they have been with us since day one. Yes, and sir. what's great about Breck is they've got a beer for any occasion, Dre. I mean, whether, whether you're chilling with the guys, you know, making some burgers, whether you're sitting around at the bar watching the game, they've got something for you. Me personally and Jake as well. We're big mountain beach sour yes. guys, but you can't go wrong. Like avalanche, amber, ale. Um, what's your favorite Breck beer?
1: I'm a big strawberry sky guy, but probably my favorite is just the classic lager. Love me a good There's classic lager. There's just something lager. about that. Like mm-hmm. it, It's just
0: perfect. It hits after a long day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Check out the
0: Breck beer locator. Uh, go to breckbrew.com. Find a brew near you. You're going to love it. I promise you.
1: Absolutely. You're gonna love watching some Pac-12 football uh, out West this year while you still can as well. And I think this might be the Power Five conference that is the funnest to predict. Man, I don't know what it is, but it's like when we go into a season and there's just that consensus favorite across the board, it doesn't always work out that way, right? Like, wasn't that kind of Bama last year? Um, you know, I just think of like, even on an individual player basis, like Miles Garrett then disappoints the final year, the Bosa brothers disappoint their fun, you know, stuff like that. There's just something about USC that seems like, man, it ain't going to be that easy. What's your feelings on this?
0: I just can't shake watching them get manhandled by Tulane and I know it's a New Year's Six Bowl and I know that doesn't mean what it used to and, and all that, but it's not like that was anything new for the Trojans last year. I mean,
1: that defense was under bad.
0: Lincoln Riley as a whole, like even going back to Oklahoma, it's been yep. a consistent issue for them. There's a lot of teams in, in this conference that are going to be physical. You know, Utah, Oregon State, there's a lot of returning talent at quarterback. I mean, I'm right there with you. There's just something that feels like it's it's perfect letdown opportunity. There's just too much hype. It's going to be really hard to live up to. And frankly, there's a reason that guys don't repeat as Heisman because it's the yep. pressure that comes with it.
1: Absolutely. It's just uh, that much harder when you've got the target on your back. I'm feeling the Huskies and Michael Penix. I think that offense can be dynamic. They have some guys on the line that are NFL guys. They've got real NFL wide receivers and Penix at quarterback And then a great pass rushing duo. You know, they kind of remind me um, of a souped-up version of how we were breaking down the Rams yesterday. Like a very modern program where, man, on paper, passing game pass rush promises to really be high-end, plus 325 at bet 365. I'm in on the Huskies this year. I am also in on Washington.
0: Hell yeah. I thought about Oregon State. That's probably, I think, the most fun team to, yes. to win the conference. Yes. That would be like my Kansas State of last year. Yeah.
1: But There's a I, few I plus a thousands that are intriguing here, like uh, Texas Tech you mentioned. We mentioned USC. Oregon State's another one here. That's uh, plus a thousand to win the the pack. Yeah, that's worth a sprinkle. That's fun. I mean,
0: they were in every game last year. They're going to mm-hmm. run the ball down your throat. Like, yep. They have an identity. That's the thing about Utah and Oregon State. They don't necessarily have the flash at, at the skill positions that some of these other teams do, but they're going to play smart. They're going to be physical.
1: Compounded. They've got
0: a good home field advantage. You know, it's it's wonky travel. Like, it takes you forever to get there oh, and yeah. stuff. It's, and I just think that's an advantage, you know, especially like when you're playing some of these flashier USC teams coming from L.A. and all that. Uh, but I'm right there with you. I really like De DeBoer as a head coach. I think he does a great job of maximizing yeah. what he has at QB. Uh, Romeu Deze is obviously just a stud. Dude. You mentioned the defensive end talent they have. Let's go Washington. Fun matchup week one too. Washington, Boise State.
1: That's a great one. The other thing is like, I feel good about the Pac-12 North. Like Oregon, I don't believe in Bo and as long as Washington can get can get through those pesky beavers, I kind of think it's it's going to be all right. They have the most favorable
0: slate of all these top, U. Uh, Pac twelve contenders for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get into the G five real quickly. Just ones we feel strongly about. I'll give one out. I'm sure you have Mount West takes. But after us breaking down this Ohio game for week one, I'm kind of talking myself. Into oh the Ohio Bobcats right Bearcats Bobcats. Bobcats yeah okay to win the conference at plus two seventy five Mac is always fun I mean they went on a run last year man they the high scoring offense they went on a run they have a vet five year quarterback just uh I like how things line up for Ohio
0: I'm right there with you man I told you I like I like uh-huh. Ohio to go into San Diego and upset the Aztecs this weekend yep. and and we'll get through some of these week zero bets at the end, but they've got a lot of talent. They've, you know, they've got a preseason all-conference quarterback, running back, receiver, defensive end, linebacker, defensive back. That's a good recipe for success yeah. in, in the MAC. you know? They, in terms of the talent disparity, they kind of feel like San Diego State a couple years ago, Fresno State, Boise State, in the Mountain West, where it's just like, they just, they have too much of a gap at the most important positions.
1: 100%. Um All right, let's hear it. What's the Mount West bet to be made?
0: It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath because I think the parity is gonna be pretty good at the top.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Boise State the the favorites at plus one eighty,
0: and they should be. Um, Mm -hmm. I I complained last year that Boise State was the favorite and that they shouldn't. And frankly, they came out of the gate terrible. And they replaced Hank Bachmeyer. They fired their OC. Taylor Green takes over. They're a completely new new team. I've got Boise winning it. I do think they're going to be like a 3-4 loss team just because all of these Mountain West teams, they scheduled up, man. Like Wyoming's playing Texas Tech week one. CSU's playing Washington State. Boise State's going to Washington. I mean, everybody's got a really challenging schedule before they yeah. even get into the conference slate. I don't think they're going to be perfect against the Mountain West. The gap between them and everybody else has closed. But Talon Green is just so dynamic. They've got a two-headed monster in the backfield. And uh, while I do think they'll take a a small step back defensively, I think you'll see a pretty nice progression for them on the offensive side.
1: Any other uh, G5 conferences you feel strongly about here?
0: Not really. I mean, the Mac and the Mountain West are the two main ones. I mean, I guess we could look at the AAC. um, It's just, it's so, like, I think UTS going over to the american is is a fun pick um hmm. I, I just I, I i don't know that that yeah. league is just so wide open now like i've seen some memphis hype i have
1: i just like the fact that you after last coach.
0: year i a lot of tulane love but i don't know like, i don't know either
1: i know in fact it feels like a little too much tulane love given it was kind of like the best season in ages um, feels like SMU might be sneaky in that one to me.
0: SMU could be in the mix. Um, I've seen, oh God, I'm drawing a blank on what that Troy, I've seen Troy in the Sun Belt get some love in terms of like being a G five team to get, to keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna stick with UTSA cause I think they're well coached and, and they've got good quarterback play, which is always an advantage in those type of leagues.
1: Hey Justin, the moment we've all been waiting for. We've done this at least once during the offseason, but these are the final locked-in playoff predictions and Natty predictions for us. We've given out our uh, conference winners. Now it's time to give out the true playoff lineup.
0: All right. Let, you want to just go back and forth one seed, one seed, two seed, two seed.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right, one seed, Michigan.
1: Yep, same.
0: Two seed, Georgia.
1: Same.
0: Actually, I guess I got to flip that because I, I'm changing this on the fly. Um, two seed, I would. Ha- I'm going to have Clemson.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I have two seed Georgia. Okay. Who's your three? Uh my three seed. <sighs> this one is really rough. I think I'm going Bama, though Bama's probably the four seed. I'm just buying myself some time here.
0: Well, that's why I'm changing mine on the fly because I'm gonna have Georgia undefeated going into the SEC title game, but Bama takes them down. So I'll have Bama. I think with maybe one loss, potentially Mm -hmm. three seed, Georgia, four
1: seed. So, and right, with Clemson being the other one. Just
0: because Bama would pass them if they beat them in the the title game.
1: I mean, screw it. Let's go Washington. I think Washington could have as good a record as Clemson, and uh, if not better, and... um, I also think they're in position to steal
0: that that second SEC bid. You know, like you just need somebody to be definitive. That's been the problem with the Pac-12 is the parity has been so close. It's been fun to watch, but they they cannibalize each other.
1: Right. No, I mean everything I said about Washington, uh, you know, that lines up to be a real legit playoff contender, and I think. If that would end the Pac-12 and the Final Four era, Washington would be the conference leader with two playoff appearances, because they got one before with Jake Browning and those guys, and then got absolutely murdered as at the four seed. Right? Because I think that murdered him. No, Bama. Michigan State also got murdered in similar fashion. I think it was Bama in both I think cases.
0: Bama beat Michigan State, and then maybe and then, Ohio State beat Washington.
1: And then that's it, right? No other PAC teams made it in the playoffs aside from them.
0: Oregon had an appearance, didn't they, early on?
1: Right, I was thinking that too, but now I, I can't think of who the Oregon team would have been.
0: It makes me, well, I was thinking the Mariota years, but that might have been. Right, no, no, that's,
1: yeah, that's BCS yeah. days, I think,
0: yeah. God, I'm getting old, dude. Not, I know. The, the years are blending together. That
1: was Chip Kelly, Mariota against Chiswick and Camp Newton, dude. <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> that was a while ago.
0: Is Washington their only, I think you're right. I think that Washington might be the only Pac-12. Because
1: Utah's never made it. Utah's never made it. They Utah had a couple of chances. Yeah.
0: USC's yeah. had a couple chances, but blew it. Mm-hmm. Same with Oregon.
1: Yeah, And yeah, no, it was just that one
0: Washington Yeah, yeah.
1: when yeah. they beat CU. Right, right. That's the Rye season. Yep, exactly. Okay, our favorite bets week zero. Again, you can hear the Rams pod for more extensive picks on this, but there are two that really jump out to me, J-Mike. We can trade off on these two.
0: Yeah, give me uh Hawaii plus 17 and a half at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanderbilt murdered Hawaii when they played last year. So if you're if you're looking at that, you would be like, "Oh, are you sure? But Vandy, unfortunately and unsurprisingly, got hit pretty hard via the transfer portal. They had a couple of really productive guys transfer within the conference. Their running back went to Kentucky. It's tough. And like we talked about on the Rams pod, uh, Hawaii deceptively much improved down the stretch after starting really poorly last year. I like their run game. I think they're going to hang around. I think they still lose by double digits, but I think they can cover that 17 and a half
1: and then backdoor it. Maybe Um, I was looking at Ohio and their offensive production outside of Iowa state and Penn state last year, they scored 24 more points every single game last season their team prop is set at 23 and a half. Take the over, man. I mean, you're getting a something that hits like nine times out of 10. Um, and against this level of competition, San Diego State hits at an even higher rate. So, yeah, they've got a returning quarterback. That offense is really promising. San Diego State, uh, it's week zero. Wacky stuff's going to happen. Give me over 24 points for the Bobcats.
0: I like that a lot. San Diego State, too. Um, although it's still projected to be pretty good defensively, they lost a lot of talent in their front seven. Patrick McMorris, who had been their star, Nickel left for Cal. There's just a lot of question marks about that team. They'll run the football like they always do, but I'm not a Jalen Maiden believer. I like the Ohio money line as well no. at a plus one twenty. It's good value. Um, I'll also throw out the uh the over in USC Santa Jose State it's 66 so it's a whole lot of points but it's the best quarterback matchup I think defensively there's questions about both of these squads it should be good weather hopefully uh, the, the last couple of weeks in Southern California have been right all over the place but the the forecast is looking like it's going to be okay last that i checked and i'm just really excited to see chevin cordero versus caleb williams a lot of talent at qb a lot of talent at receiver in this game
1: this was the theme with usc all of last year they couldn't set that total high enough and you could just hammer the over and it was taking care of itself very soon my last pick for the weekend is navy against notre dame in ireland yes it is sam hartman Um, but these are college kids on week zero in Ireland having to defend the triple option. Give me under 49 all day on this one.
0: I like this because this is a bold pick. It's, you know, it's bucking the trends. The overs hit 10 of the last 12 years, but I'm right there with you. Just circumstantial. The games in Ireland, it's (laughs) going to be a night game where you have to sit around and wait all day some rain projected in the forecasts. Like I, I don't think this is gonna be the cleanest game ever.
1: Yeah. No, I'm uh I'm with you. I'm kind of banking on that. But that's college football. Sometimes in a slop fest, 14, 21 points get scored in the blink of an eye on some crappy that's special the teams it and the alternative
0: Can be very realistic with so, everything that I just said.
1: But yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's a fun one to be invested in though on that one. So that's the last one for me. Do you have anything else?
0: No, I think that's the best ones. I mean, I, I would sprink I consider sprinkling San Jose State to cover the 30 and a half against USC. I just don't think in week zero that, that USC is going to be quite polished. And I do think that San Jose State has enough talent to, you know, lose by 24, you know, something like that. I I think they're a pretty good team. Um, not a great betting slate though this weekend no, it's it's no. really not but it doesn't matter because college football is back and i'm gonna consume exactly. it
1: exactly we just get a little just wet our beaks uh and then the real stuff all goes down check out everything justin's doing on dmvr rams check out jake's great content on dmvr buffs check out the new bets format videos um me on the rams been filling in on buffs as well and this new live draft pod on my end. We've got a second part to this pod coming right up with our All-American team. So check that out as well. Thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week.